Today's scripture reading is from the Gospel of Luke, the 24th chapter, the 36th to the 49th verse. While they were still talking about this, Jesus himself stood among them and said to them, Peace be with you. They were startled and frightened, thinking they saw a ghost. He said to them, Why are you troubled? Why do doubts rise in your minds? Look at my hands and my feet. It is I myself. Touch me and see. A ghost does not have flesh and bones, as you see I have. When he had said this, he showed them his hands and feet. And while they still did not believe it because of joy and amazement, he asked them, Do you have anything here to eat? They gave him a piece of broiled fish, and he took it and ate it in their presence. He said to them, This is what I told you while I was still with you. Everything must be fulfilled that is written about me in the law of Moses and the prophets and the Psalms. Then he opened their minds so they could understand the scriptures. He told them, this is what is written. The Messiah will suffer and rise from the dead on the third day, and repentance for the forgiveness of sins will be preached in his name to all nations, beginning at Jerusalem. You are witnesses of these things. I am going to send you what my father has promised. But stay in the city until you have clothed with power from on high. This is the word of the Lord. Um, this is the resurrection day. This is the day that uh, it's the it's the high point on the Christian calendar. This is this is this is like the Super Bowl, the seventh game of the World Series, the um, seventh game of the finals. Uh, uh, Duke versus Kentucky. Oh no, they lost. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm I'm so sorry about Kentucky. You know that's uh you know. For those of you who had money on Kentucky, I'm so sorry. I shouldn't have been betting, you know. That's <laughs> uh, maybe next year, you know, that's what they always say. Maybe next year. Um, the story of the resurrection. The story of the resurrection. Any, you know, again, on this day, this resurrection Sunday, any number of things can happen. Uh, any number of things can happen with any, any sermon uh, that's spoken or shared, um, wherever it's shared, whenever it's shared, but on a resurrection day, at least two things can happen, or at least two primary things, as I'd like to say. Maybe we've heard the story so often. I know how this story goes. You know, uh, yeah, a week ago, uh, Jesus on a, on, a, on a donkey came in, uh, you know, to cheers, uh, and, and a week later, he, was, he, was, he went through a kangaroo trial, and he was crucified, and uh, we're celebrating uh, the resurrection of a dead person. Uh, I get it, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard it as long as I've been alive at least once a year. See, that's, that's, that's one thing can, can, can happen. We can become uh, uh, deaf to the message. We can hear it so much that we don't hear it. You know, it's like, as I keep saying, it's like Charlie Brown's teacher. You know, you've heard, you've seen the peanuts. Yeah, it's a wah, 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 wah. What is he saying? Doesn't really matter because I'm not listening. You know? So that's, that's, that's one thing that could happen. The other, the other thing can happen is um, we may have heard the story, but, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of like me uh, when I was in, uh, particularly when I was in high school, maybe not so much in college, uh, that if I didn't know, if I didn't know the question to ask, I, I was so far from the answer, but if I didn't even know the question, I'm not going to show my ignorance. 
I'm not going to let you know that I don't know. So I'm going to sit on my question. I, I, I have some questions. I really want to know more, but I'm supposed to know a certain amount, so uh, I better just sit on my hands, and I don't want to uh, uh, show what I don't know. It's kind of like Christmas. You know, it, to that level, we start celebrating the celebration. We celebrate Christmas because it's Christmas. That, that's it. We celebrate Christmas because it's Christmas. Uh, you're supposed to share gifts, give gifts, and receive gifts, you know, and we're always looking for more than we get. Give. Uh, but it's, 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 we don't want much more than that. And it's, if we're not careful, it could be the same thing with, with Easter. Um, you know, it's the bunny, it's the eggs, it's, it's the new clothes, it's uh, having a ham. Uh, so one guy says on uh, the Honey Bake commercial, better than the one your mama used to make. Uh, you know, that's what Easter becomes, you know. And there's nothing wrong with that in and of itself, but don't confuse the celebration for the, the, the celebrant or the reason for celebrating. Uh, so what am I saying? I'm inviting everyone to, to allow the Spirit of God to speak to your heart and minds in a new way. That you, if you don't know, by the time we're done, you will know. And if you've heard it before, you will have heard it in a way that speaks to you in a different way. So I won't be before you long. The 36th verse of the 24th chapter of the Gospel of Luke uh, reads, While they were still talking about this, Jesus himself stood among them and said to them, Peace be with you. They were startled and frightened, thinking they saw a ghost. They were still talking about this. So what's the this they're talking about? If you, if you take the time and I invite you to read the t whole 24th chapter of the Gospel of Matthew, in the verses before, we see that two disciples were walking along a road a few miles outside of Jerusalem. And while they were walking, Jesus walks up alongside, and they start talking about the events that have just transpired. Jesus coming into Jerusalem. Jesus having the trial, Jesus being crucified, Jesus being buried, Jesus, uh, there's, there's reports that Jesus rose from the dead. There are these women that went to the tomb, and these two, two men uh, were there, and they said, why are you looking for the, the living amongst the dead? Um, it, it, they were baffled by the events. They, it seemed too hard to believe. It didn't make sense. <laughs> Maybe like a lot of sermons. They don't make a whole lot of sense. And as I said, that's not too much different from today. Despite 2,000 years of teaching, history, being on the shoulders of our parents and our grandparents, uh, if we're not careful, the gospel message is, it, it becomes some mishmash, some stew, some religious stew that uh, we, we, we've concocted and we, we try and choke it down. It's like, well, is it, is it, is it, is it good? I, I, I digress. I'm just thinking about it. Uh, Coach King, he's a bad influence on me, see? Uh, he and Pastor Burt were talking about, uh, you tried that, new C that Little Caesar's uh, bacon pizza? And um, I just, I was overhearing. I said, Coach King, that's not on the diet. Oh, but, you know, every now and then, Pastor. I said, okay. 
So what did we have for dinner last night? Uh, well, for you, uh, Mrs. Meek said, well, uh, how do you like it? I said, it's okay. I'm just like, and I'm a bacon kind of guy. Uh, I know, you can't hardly tell. Uh, but uh, uh, it's okay, but it wasn't, and Gail said, this is good. <laughs> this is real good. Uh, it was, it was, see, see, it's a combination of stuff that, that it's like we, we really moved way off of what, I don't think pizza was intended to have bacon wrapped around the side and uh, that's not what it's supposed to be. Um, see, we, we, can, we can really add to what the gospel is. I was sharing, I was sharing some, uh, I was sharing, I was reading some information that was shared with me about the gospel. It's like they were, they, they were trying to be an encouragement. It's like stick to the gospel. Stick to the gospel. A lot of times we've, we've conflated what it means to be in relationship with Christ with a whole lot of other stuff. And then folks say, well, it's my understanding. And, and, and 2,000 years later, there's confusion. So then Jesus uh, when they were walking along the road, he said to them, and this is the, <laughs> the message uh, translation, so thick-headed, thick-headed, slow to get it, so thick-headed, so slow-hearted, why can't you simply believe all that the prophet said? Don't you see that these things had to happen, that the Messiah had to suffer and, and only then enter into glory? Then he started at the beginning with the books of Moses and went through all the prophets, pointing, pointing out everything that the scriptures that referred to him. So very soon after that quick Bible lesson that Jesus had to give to those uh, guys, uh, he revealed himself to them. And they were so excited. They wow, Jesus is right here. And they didn't waste any minute. They were up and on their way. They were back to Jerusalem. They found the 11, uh, and their fr friends were all gathered, and they were talking away. It's really happened. The master has been raised up. Simon saw him. And while they were talking about Jesus, while they were talking about Jesus, Jesus shows up. And they thought they were seeing a ghost. Think about it. Let's, 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 let's see. Jesus told the disciples that they were going to go to the Jerusalem. That things were going to happen, and ultimately, I'm going to have to die. He told them that. He told them, he said, uh, he, he asked the question earlier, why are you looking for the, 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 the angels shared to, to, the, to, to the women that came? Why are you looking for living people amongst dead people. Peter went to the tomb, and he saw that he ain't here. Uh, something, something's going on. He went, and he wondered to himself what happened. And then, as we just shared, as he was walking alongside the, the two followers on the road to Emmaus, uh, he gives a Bible lesson. And he does all of that. Jesus gives a refresher course, and then he appears to the group 
And he simply says, uh, 21st century translation, what's up? What's going on? Uh, uh, See, they were startled because despite what had happened, despite everything that Jesus shared, despite everything they saw, they didn't expect to see him that way. Well, I know what I've heard. I know what I've seen. But, you know, there's, there's, uh, see, if we're not careful, our view and understanding of Jesus will be limited by our natural eyes and by our personal understanding. Say it again. If we're not careful, who, who we see Jesus as will be limited by what we think and what we see. So, 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 okay, um, knowingly, or knowing, knowingly or not knowingly, um, we can uh, place limits on him. You remember Superman, right? Superman. Superman, you remember him. Uh, he could do cool stuff. He was faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. He was able to, what? Leap tall buildings in a single bound. See, he could even see through walls. He had, he, you know, he could, he, could, he could do some cool stuff. But he had a weakness. Somebody knows something about Superman. He had kryptonite. Uh... Let me share something with you. Jesus is not a superman. Say that again. Jesus is not a superman. Who Jesus is, is Emmanuel. Whoa, what's Emmanuel? You mean Emmanuel? No, Emmanuel. God with us. Jesus is not a superman. Jesus is God. Jesus is God, born of a virgin, that came to earth to redeem us because we are incapable of redeeming ourselves. So, despite the time he spent with his disciples, they didn't, they didn't get it. How do you know this? See, Jesus asked them, uh, why are you troubled? Why, why are you troubled? And why do doubts arise in your minds? Look at my hands. Look at my feet. It's I myself. Touch me and see. A ghost does not have flesh and bones. As you see, I have. When he had said this, he showed them his hands and feet. And while they still did not believe it because of joy and amazement, he asked them, okay, you eat, anybody got something to eat around here? I, I see I've got, to prove, I've got to prove something to you. They gave him a piece. It wasn't Jesus was hungry. He said, like, give me a piece of broiled fish, and he ate it in their presence. See, I shared with you before. I, I wasn't born in California. I was born in Bakersfield, so there's a difference. So, so they, they, they're, maybe I was born in Missouri, like a lot of you. What's Missouri. The, the little tagline about Missouri, it's called the show me state. Show me. Show, show me 
uh, what you say. It's amazing. It's, it's, it's funny. On the one hand, many, uh, we do want, we will, we will like, we'll, we'll examine a box of soap or a box of crackers and we'll say, this says this and this is, you know, this gluten-free, is it really gluten-free? And this one, this, you know, this is so, and we'll look at that and we'll agonize over a box of crackers or over a box of soap. But then a lot of times when it comes to claims, ministerial claims or, or religious claims that come along, uh, he's like, oh, well, he said it must be true. Hey, well, he said it, it must be true. So what the, what the guys are saying here, essentially, show me that you are who you say you are. Show me that I'm not just having a vision. So Jesus knows the hearts, knows the mind, knows where they're at, thankfully knows where I'm at, and he asks for and receives and eats a piece of fish, and then he goes on to say, this is what I told you while I was still with you. Everything must be, fu be fulfilled that is written about me in the law of Moses, the prophets, and the Psalms. The law. Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy. The prophets. You know them? Isaiah, Jeremiah, Ezekiel, Habakkuk. Haggai, Malachi, Amos, you, the list goes on. The Psalms, Proverbs, Songs of Solomon, all throughout the Old Testament, there are scriptural references to Jesus coming to redeem us. None of this, if they were really looking for Jesus, none of this would have surprised them. But it did surprise them. You've got Jesus, you've got Emmanuel, you've got God with us standing in your midst, and you're still not sure. You still have doubts of who he is. So, the next verse reads, Then he opened their minds so they could understand the scriptures. He told them, This is what is written. The Messiah will suffer and rise from the dead on the third day. And repentance for the forgiveness of sins will be preached in his name to all nations, beginning at Jerusalem. You are witnesses of these things. I'm going to send you what my father has promised. But stay in the city until you have been clothed with power from on high. Believe it or not, I'm closing. <laughs> the events of Jesus' death and resurrection caught his disciples by surprise. His disciples, his followers, the people that were closest to him caught him by surprise. And uh, may I submit, if that was a surprise, the point, the whole point and purpose of his life was missed on him. If these events caught them by surprise, they misunderstood or never got, what's the point of Jesus coming? We shared uh, a couple of weeks ago. For many, Jesus was coming, they saw it as, here's a neat guy, here's a superman that could do some magic tricks. He can feed people. He can heal people. So I'm going to get in line, and I'll give me a biscuit. Give me a cure. Give me, give me something. What am I saying? 
Well, let me just say this. First, nothing catches God by surprise. Second, if we don't understand and grasp the point and purpose of Jesus's, his life, his death and resurrection, our life, your life, it won't have any point or purpose. I know, I know, that, that, that's a cold shot. If we don't understand the point and purpose of Jesus' life, his death, and his resurrection, your life will be a series of semi-good events followed by some bad events, followed by some semi-good events, followed by even worse events. Followed by, it's not even getting any good anymore. It's just an okay day. Followed by, I'm a broke day. Followed by, I've got, I've got uh, bad news from the doctor day. By, followed by, my kids are acting like hell day. See, that's, 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 that's what life becomes. It just becomes a series of disconnected dots of just trying to struggle along for 70 years to do the best I can, let me just do the best I can, and hopefully, if I flip a coin enough times, maybe I'll get 51% heads and 49% tails. Maybe, maybe it'll work out a little bit better in the, in the long run. See, life has little or no meaning. Definitely would have no purpose. So Jesus gave his followers a refresher course and said that they would be Faster than a speeding bullet, more powerful than a locomotive, able to sleep, leap tall buildings in a single bound? Uh, no. See? That's what other folks that pretend to present the gospel will tell you. See? If you just do this, you will be able to leap from tall buildings. I wouldn't recommend that. It's going to hurt when you hit the ground. You will be able to be faster than a speeding bullet. Well, tell that to, to, to a 57-year-old who can't run very fast right now. Well, something's wrong. Well, it, it, see, see, see it, it, you will be able to look through walls. You'll be able to stop bullets. No, you won't be able to do any of that. Uh, but what Jesus did say, that here, you stay here, and I'm going to send somebody to you. And just stay, just stay right here. And when I send that person, you're going to know who I'm going to send to you because it's going to be me, but in a different form. And, and, and what, he, what, he, what he's essentially saying is that then you will be witnesses. These guys were some pitiful witnesses. They're all hunkered down. They all ran. Every one of them ran. One cat hung himself. And, and, and they, they were awful disciples. Not that God, Jesus didn't pour into them, but they, they were just pitiful. And Jesus said, I, I didn't give up on them. I, let me not give up on them. Just, thank God he didn't give up on me. But, 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 but he said, okay, let's, let's, let's do a do-over. I love do-overs. I, I love, you know, God's a God of a second chance. That was, that was a dumb song. He's a God of a billion, zillion, plus one, infinity, plus one chances. I'm working on like, like uh, six digits at least. Yeah, I, at least six digits. Uh, at least. And, and then, yeah. See, he said, 
the very same Spirit of God that raised him from the dead is in you, every believer. See, see now that's, that's hard for us to wrap our, wrap our mind around. That's just, you know, that's just like saying, well, I, 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 I'm going to give you a Maserati. <laughs> really? You, I can just see you there. Touch, is it real? It, does, will the engine work? And then after a while you get in it, and then you sit in it. It smells pretty good in here. You just hit the accelerator a little bit. It, it actually moves. It drives. It works. It, it, it works. See, that's, that's a lot of times that's, that's us allowing the Holy Spirit to do what he wants to, to really do. Well, you know, if, 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 I, if I, you know, it, it works. It works. That's why I, I, still, I still have that standing bet with it. Anyway, 20 bucks. Turn your issue over to God. Don't turn it over and then pick it up and say, well, you know, God didn't answer the way I thought. You know, it's just like, no, no. Turn the issue over to God. 20 bucks says things will happen. Things for your betterment. So, oh, you mean so it's, it's, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get healthy, wealthy, and wise? No, 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 I, I didn't say that. The same Spirit of God that raised Jesus from the grave is in every believer. Yeah. You know, as the old saints would sing, without him I could do nothing. Without him I would fail. Without him I would be like a ship without a sail. Without him. See, we don't sing that because we don't mean that. Say, without him. Well, you know, I, you know, it's like, boy, in case of emergency, break glass. When, the, when, when all hell really breaks loose, then I'll get on my knees. God, it's like, I'm not going to be your last resort. I want to be in relationship with you. I'm, I'm your savior. Relate to me and honor me as your savior. I'm closing, I promise you. Samuel L. Jackson, you've seen those, those, those card commercials, uh, pitches for a credit card company. And after making the, the case for the company, he asks, he intones, uh, what's in your wallet? What's in your wallet? I've just, I've just made the case for why you need this card. Okay, you got something better? What's in your wallet? I don't necessarily care what's in your wallet, but if you got a few bucks, I could always use a little help. Uh, but, I, but I am concerned as to who are you relating to? Who are you relating to? Who are you relating to? Because who you're relating to are, are, are in relationship with makes all the difference in the world. I'm, I, I am done. There was a few, a few weeks ago, um, I was at, uh, we bank at Golden One, not that that matters, but it was a Golden One. And I was at the ATM machine. And uh, there was two machines, but one was down, and the one guy was attempting to use the machine, trying to transact business. And I'm walking up, and I'm always careful about who I'm around. It's like, you never know. Sketchy neighborhoods sometimes, you know? It's, uh, you never know. So uh, he said, you could go ahead and try it. It's not working. It's not, it's not working for me. So... I go, okay. <laughs> All right, it's gonna knock me in the head. This, this happened. Put in my card, push the buttons, get my money, and walk away. <laughs> that's, 
I, I, I must admit, forgive me, Nate, I, was, uh, I felt a little smug. Uh, <laughs> I said, uh, machine seems to be working pretty good to me. <laughs> I don't know what his issue was. But the machine wasn't working for him. Maybe he was trying to use a, a chase card at a Golden One account. Maybe his account didn't allow for withdrawals. He was trying to get something in there that he couldn't pull out. He just, it was just not, it just, he didn't, you know, I'm asking for 40 bucks and you've got a negative balance. If it doesn't work with a golden one, it sure doesn't work spiritually with God either. A lot of us, we, we, we attempt to go, and again, it's a, it's a very poor metaphor, but to go to him uh, as we would an ATM machine and petition him and, Lord, take this away. And God is saying, I'm not taking it away because that's the only time I can get attention from you. A lot of the things that happen in our life is not that God is playing whack-a-mole with us. And that's, that's what, you know, you pop up and God is just waiting for you. <laughs> whack. That's not what God is doing. But what God is doing, he's like, I'm trying to bring you, if I have to uh, break every bone in your body, if I have to even kill the body to save the soul, I will do that because I love you that much. I know, I know you guys folks, it's, don't love me that way. You know, it's just like, look, no, he's got uh, an eternal perspective on our relationship with him. Not that we just have uh, uh, a, a good life as we define good for 70 years. See? See, but even Jesus said, it's like, he's like, look, I take care of birds. Little, little old nothing sparrow. You know, you couldn't, if you tried to cook that thing up, you wouldn't even get an ounce of meat. You just, just nothing. He said, I take care of them. When one falls to the ground, I see it. And then he asked the rhetorical question, aren't you worth more than a sparrow? Implied, I know everything that's going on in your life. I'm just waiting for the opportunity to get in and, and be a part of your life. That's what I'm waiting for. I, 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 I'm done. I, you know, I did feel smug. Um, so what am I saying? Whatever you're attempting to use to get through life, whatever it is, people, places, or things, how's that working out? You know, what card, uh, if you will, are you using to uh, tap into joy? Yeah, take the, take the card. I, I, I need some joy. <laughs> Machines doesn't seem to be working. Peace. It's not working. Uh, salvation. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. It's really not working. So, again, here's the deal. You can't use a Bank America card at the Golden One Credit Union. So you have to come. You have to come and God come to God on His terms. You 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 have to and to use today's vernacular. You have to come correct. Yeah. So so let me put it in another way. See, my 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 many people. Uh, my wife says I know Reuben, uh, my father, who's gone on to be with the Lord in '94. I know Reuben because he's sitting right next to me. You know, it's like yeah, there there are there are there are aspects of Reuben in me. 
But many people, when he was alive, knew my father. They knew him, but they didn't know him like I know him. See, because I could go to dad, and dad, I, I, I need some help. I need a hug. I need some money. I need whatever. And there was nothing that my father had. He may have come with a lecture. Sometimes, when I was younger, a little corporal discipline. But there was nothing he wouldn't do for me. Nothing. It's just like our Heavenly Father. See? But, but, but you couldn't go to Reuben and come at him and say, Hey, uh, I understand you're Mark's dad. Can you do what you did for Mark for me? We don't have that relationship. What am I saying? What I'm saying is, if you, again, how, how are things working out? If you want that relationship that, that, that provides peace that goes beyond our ability to understand, that, that when we close our eyes for the last time, that we're, when we're gone from this place, we immediately are in the presence of the Lord. You know, I, and, I, and, I, and, I, and I am done, I promise. Uh, as the saint, old saints would say, have you tried Jesus? Um, he's all right. Somebody, somebody knows. Um, uh, Deacon, Willie's, um, Deacon Willie Ragster, uh, his mom has been given very short notice, uh, literally days and weeks. Um, and the, the beautiful thing about it, and I say beauty in the, in the fullest spiritual sense, is... She said, uh, it's well. It's well. Well, what do you mean it's well? It's like you've got incurable cancer and uh, you're not eating and you, you can't walk and, you're, and you, you know, it's well. It's, 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 it's well. It's well. See, when we embrace that eternal look, that no matter what betides us, God will take care of you.